Hey, damn guys! Welcome to Book Club Member Comics. My name is John Salinas, and I'm here with Bobby Loveless. And I'm Daniel. Hey, you damn guys! It's book club time. We're reading some comics. We're talking to our friends. Oh, Danielle's is that gonna talk- what we're doing? Yeah, that's what we're doing today. Oh, what did you think we were doing? I thought we were doing something else. What was it? What did you think? I thought we were, I just I don't know. I just didn't think that we would be doing this. Well, we got on the podcast. We got on the the headphones and the microphones. I guess you have a good point there. I don't know what I expected. <laughs> because now you have to tell everybody all about it. I will do that without complaint, like I do every week. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to read a thing, we're going to tell you what we're going to read, and then you're going to read the thing also, and then we're going to talk about what we read, and you're going to listen to us talking about what we read, and then you're going to talk about what we talked about, we talked about the thing that we read, and that's a hey damn guys, you sent us an email, or like a little message on yeah. social media, or whatever, and then we're going to talk about what you talked about when you talked about us talking about the thing that we read, and that's listener feedback. That's yeah. What is it, Aubrey? Listener that's what it is though that's what it is though the musical cue is not coming on but it yet. is though <laughs> and so then Paul from Gardaharn stop but that's it's, not, it's not time yet Paul from Gardaharn you can go ahead it's fine <laughs> and that's a book club and that's friendship back to you John oh, thank you yeah. you're welcome John um, <laughs> that was a great job thank you know this week the the feedback was all empty. The feedback was empty. But then Aubrey, but what, are, what are we going to chew on? Yeah, I don't know. But then Aubrey also, Some oats. Aubrey also pointed out to me that I forgot to post the link on a Facebook. crisp apple. Oh, you forgot <laughs> to post the link on, on Facebook. Facebook. Okay. And that's Is usually, that where the majority of our listeners yeah, so the reside? Majority, the majority of them Facebook? comment on the Facebook really? post. Yes, okay. a lot of them do. So, <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to post it today. And it'll be a little late. I did, I did post it on our other social medias. I just forgot about Facebook for some reason. I thought we could go straight into our new segment. What do you see? What do you say? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, because it was just recently Groundhog's Day. I was going to say that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And we'll no, go yeah, that We have the same, what do you see, what do you say? That's great. Yeah, because uh, we watched Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Um, we celebrate privately. Yes. <laughs> I watched it as well. <laughs> Now, every year we watch uh, Groundhog's Day on Groundhog's Day. Yeah. It's fun. We love it. It's a great fucking movie. It's been in like an especially long and cold winter, yeah. too. So it felt <laughs> mm-hmm. like a really appropriate it also. Like January has lasted for several months. And, uh, it, really, it really does feel like that. And we, and we got talking about other all the other things that did spun off, right? Yeah. Well, I was saying like, oh, it's Groundhog's Day. I'm going to watch the movie Groundhog's Day. And then I was telling John, isn't it interesting how... We don't think about Groundhog's Day other than the fact that this movie is a thing. Like, right, I don't think right, about, like, yeah. is the groundhog going to see his shadow? I don't think about that. Like, I just think about, I'm going to watch this movie. And uh, we started thinking <laughs> about how there's all these, all of these other movies and shows. Uh, the idea has kind of generated all these other ideas, and they're all unique in their own way. They all have a little bit of a twist or the reason that it's Groundhog's Day or whatever. Not that it is Groundhog, just that the same day is repeating over and over, whatever. So like Russian Doll, right? Oh, right. Or, we just started or, watching that. Yeah. Right. Or Palm Springs. or That's a great movie. Yeah, right. I love that. Or like uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Or Edge of Tomorrow, right? That's, that's I really a, like that That's one. a great example. That's one of that's my That's a favorite. great movie. Yeah. Or yes. that episode of The X-Files where they're at the bank and it's yes, Groundhog's right. Day. Yeah. We they, watched that one too. Yeah, we just watched that it's one. It's called Monday. There's a Supernatural episode, The Mystery Spot. Is there? Yeah. And they oh, even reference okay. Groundhog Day in that movie. Really? Oh, that's awesome. Okay, actually, I mean, well, not a movie that shows like so you, we're repeating. Yes, 
like Groundhog Day. Yes, like Groundhog Day. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. I want to watch that now. I want to just watch that one episode. Um, oh, it's it's a standalone episode, so it's really good. Um, there's also um, this uh, movie on Netflix called Ark. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that. It's pretty good. Yeah, but like none you're... of the stuff that I was referencing ever references Groundhog's Day. So that's interesting to me that they did that. Right. Because that's what I would say. I would be like, "Hey, John, what would you do if, if I, we were stuck in a Groundhog's Day, but only I knew about it and I tried to tell you about it? Would you believe me?" Or would you be like, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, would I have to prove it? I guess I would have to wait a couple of thousands of rotations until I could do the Bill Murray thing where he like he knows everything knows that's everything happen. that's gonna happen yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or I guess that's actually a uh, they did that in Palm Springs as well, though. Right. Yeah, right. they do. And it, but in yeah. each one, there's like a different twist. Like sometimes things you know are anyway so i just think it's interesting like everyone's different take on it and all these different projects have kind of a slightly different thing but it's all like you said it's all like oh like groundhog's day yeah it's a groundhog's day like that's what I'm, you were getting at is that it's like oh it's a sci-fi movie but it's groundhog's, it's day, groundhog's day or whatever like, yeah, this exactly. is a horror movie but it's groundhog's day exactly <laughs> so if i were trying to get you to watch a movie that had this premise that is what i would say to you yeah, i would yeah. be like I'd be like, oh, there's this movie. And you're like, what is it about? I'd be like, well, it's Groundhog's Day. Yeah, yeah. But they're in the desert or whatever <laughs> right, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's Groundhog's Day, but the major conceit of it is that this is what's kind of different. Anyway, right, yeah. I just, um, I don't know. I, I, That's one of my favorite premises, and I always like to see what people do with it. I right, think it's a yeah. really interesting idea, and I like how each project, I like how each project has slightly different rules yeah. or whatever it is, and yeah, I get really invested in that kind of now, stuff. Now, okay, I think like the qualifier is it has to be for the entire duration of the movie or episode, or episode yeah. right? Absolutely, like, that's the whole thing. Because there's yeah. like the end of Doctor Strange where he, apparently he was there for a thousand years or whatever. Oh, right, yeah. Or, like over and over dying or like... Yeah, that's right. Or it makes me think of Nightmare on Elm Street where they're like going through the diner and... They get in the in the truck no, and drive that's off. Of a, and yeah, it that's more of a again. nightmare sequence or right, whatever. Right, yeah. And the yeah. Doctor thing is more like it's demonstrating the, his plan or what he's but doing. But it's not the whole. It's movie. not a Groundhog's Day. No, yeah, it's not yeah, a Groundhog's yeah. Day. Okay. I wouldn't say that because Dormammu was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> Immediately, he's like, "This sucks. Don't do this anymore. <laughs> Don't like it." I like um, the idea that people try to kind of, you know, estimate just how long someone's been stuck in a loop based on how long it would take you to master a certain skill or craft. I like the idea that right. you can look at it as either hell or heaven, depending on just whether, you know, what's on your mind. You can kind of try to, sometimes they try to bring someone else into it and you can gradually kind of bring someone else into it for whatever reason, through whatever method, or sometimes even though you can't bring someone else into it, you can learn a lesson about yourself and you can break the cycle by True love or something. Right, I don't yeah, know. But yeah. whatever it is, I'm. it always gets me. Yeah, it I yeah. never fails to pull me in. I like this. Um, I like this premise. And I, I think it's cool to see how different movies and shows have done it over the years. And so, yeah, it was Groundhog Okay, Day, so one. here, um, the director, Harold Ramis, says that he was there for 10 years in Groundhog's Day. Awesome. But what culture, I think they're the ones that did the article that tried to figure out like how long it would take to master, and they said 33 years and 350 days. That is super interesting. Yeah, so anyway, I don't know where these numbers come from, but it's interesting to think about, yeah. That is really interesting. I like that. Really I'm stuck in a Groundhog's Day. I've been doing this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Every time I try to do the listener feedback, it's it's empty. It's empty. I was thinking about that last night, too, because like when I was watching the movie, I was just like, it's got to be longer than like anybody's expecting because not only does he master everything, he meets and affects everybody in town. Yeah. A town right. where 
the day before they had no idea who he was. And by the end of the next day, he's the most popular person in Punxsutawney. It's a great movie. Anyway, it was funny. Oh, uh, my I love favorite that movie. part is, uh, is when he steals the money. Um, from oh, the, yes. He, he's got it all timed out of like, and he starts counting down and he's like, car. Yeah. And he keeps like going or whatever. And then he just like takes the bag. I thought that was so cool. I love the idea, though, that eventually he was like, I'm going to learn the piano. I'm going to learn French. I'm going to whatever. I like, kind of settles into it. And like, he even has it like, there was this one part of the movie where his schedule revolved around what he had to do around town. He had to catch this kid that would fall out of a tree. And he had to fix a tire. Fix a tire. He had to do this, that. And then there I'm was like maneuver. Yeah. And then there's, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, the thing with the old man and everything. And it's just like, there was so much of that. It's just such a great movie. Yeah. Let us know what other ones, uh, what other media. Yeah. Have which other ones? Same trope in it. Um, I haven't seen happy death day, but I've heard that that's like the horror version. Oh, I haven't or seen whatever. That like either, she keeps no. dying on her birthday or something like that. I don't know. I haven't seen it. So okay. that's cool. cool. Um, we, love a, we love a groundhog's day. What, uh, out of all those, what would you say is your favorite? If you had to favorite one of them? Um, I I like the I like the original, but I like that's what I'm saying is they're so different. Yeah, all yeah. the ones that I've seen are so different. Like obviously, like a huge I'm a huge X Files fan, so that's a great episode yeah, though. Yeah. And um, you know, I like Edge of Tomorrow despite the fact that I don't really like Tom Cruise. At I really all, like that movie which is, a lot. It's that really says a good. lot about that movie. movie, right? Like yeah. that's a cool movie. I think that that's probably one of my favorites. Yeah, and I mean. Um, you know, Palm Springs was interesting for various reasons. It's fucking funny as hell. I haven't seen that one enough. I want to watch that one again. I think I've only seen it like once or twice. I watched it once and then I watched it again with you, I think. It's not the strongest contender, but it is well done. It's yeah, interesting. It's fun. You know. Have you seen that one, Aubrey? Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Okay. Cool. But I, yeah. I've, only seen it, I've only seen it the one time, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just like that to see all the different things that people have done with this basic premise. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. I mean, we made it through season one of Russian Doll, so I haven't seen the whole thing though, so I don't really know where it's going from right, there. But yeah, it was good. It was very different from what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I didn't yeah. really, you know, from the first couple of episodes, I was like, "What is this show?" But it turned out to be they kind of spun off into its own thing, which yeah, I found yeah. really interesting. And, and they're all short episodes too; right. they're like twenty-something minutes. So it has mostly to do with trauma. Yeah. Which is interesting. I wasn't really expecting that, but yeah. The characters are fun. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Natasha Leone is great. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, So I know I'm a little late to the bandwagon on this one, but I finally saw everything everywhere all at once in that movie was fucking amazing amazing movie yeah, yeah, yeah. really good we haven't talked about that yeah yeah everyone's really good in it it's yeah just really so original. good i'm glad to see that it's gaining all the attention for like some of the weird out there concepts like yeah they really that's a movie where they really just challenge you to just like go with it yes. and just like keep up with what's going on they don't they explain stuff but then they just like then they just, just keep don't. going yeah. and it's like i guess spoilers like like spoilers like the fact that uh, they have to do something kind of like really weird or like improbable to be able to tap into these things. And so they just start randomly trying stuff to see what will hit. And yeah. <laughs> at, at, they don't explain it a lot. It just kind of starts. Keep up. Just they keep just up. start yeah. doing it. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, OK, get I get it. I, I do get it. Yeah. I never I never once felt lost watching that movie. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's much better. It's a much better film experience. Right. For sure. Yeah. Overall. Man. Um. Kihi Kwan, yeah, he was amazing. Amazing. Oh, they all deserve their best actor, supporting actor, actors, whatever. They yeah, deserve no, their really Oscar nominations. About awards, but they deserve all the accolades that they're getting for sure. Yeah, right, Absolutely. Right, they yeah. deserve all the... I know that that's a different subject, too. They, like, they deserve all the 
esteem and recognition of their peers that they have been denied all these years, I think, is what's yeah. happening with that, right? That's that's good. Yeah, but I was reading that seven people, including the directors, like did all the special effects or something like that. It was wow. something like under what? like under ten people. Interesting. Including the directors were part of the visual effects team and wow. like um uh, it's just really impressive what, what they were able to pull off, yeah. you know, and, and the, the decisions that they made. Uh, I think I read that that the lead role was initially for Jackie Chan. Oh, interesting. You know, and it, it well, was, they pulled me in with Michelle Yeoh, yeah, though. That's yeah. why yeah. I watched it. And then obviously everyone else in the movie was right. excellent. But, you know, and and Michelle Yeoh, uh, if you watch Corridor Crew, you know, they do have like the stunt people react <sighs> And they show like some of her early, early, like she's been doing uh-huh. like all these stunt work, like stuff Decades. that's totally, Decades. this stuff is totally unsafe. Yeah. Like this is stuff like, like people are risking their lives to do this you kind know, of like these motorcycles they're on like top a tra- of a train or yeah, whatever. I think, I think it's a motorcycle on top of a truck or on, on top <laughs> of a train. Something, yeah, And I it's don't know. really her doing it. Yeah. She's the star yeah. all this time that she's been doing this stuff. And, and of course all her martial arts, yeah, you, you know, know, stuff. And, and just like. Uh, and she's a good actor. Well, that's yeah, she's great. Yeah. It's like, yeah, from from there till now and being able to get all this recognition. Finally. And, yeah, finally, I think is like really both of them, her and Kihi Kwan are, are both getting a lot of recognition that it's it's, it's been owed to them. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, this is a reason I don't really give much credence to a lot of award ceremonies. Right. Why I don't really give a shit. It's just kind of like whatever. You know, they're hardly ever recognized, even though they should be. So it's good yeah. to see them get the recognition they deserve. Absolutely. It is. But it's it's also like just take it with a grain of salt these award ceremonies are just bullshit yeah. anyway it's all jumped up crap but they do deserve recognition and they do deserve accolades for sure i also just really like the fact that the movie is just something new and different yeah, yeah absolutely i mean it was like i mean don't get me wrong I've, I've been loving the marvel and other star wars and all that kind of stuff but it's just like nice to see something that's new absolutely. weird and different yeah. different ideas yeah. and di- exactly and, and do movie. really well it's not a formula. And do well, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Really refreshing. You know, refreshing, yeah. interesting, original stuff. Absolutely. And didn't Kihi Kwan said he was like, I'm going to give up on my career because it's nobody, everyone's shutting the door in my face. And then this yeah. guy gave me a shot and look at this, you know, I'm everyone's now, telling me I'm great now. So. Now and and now like he's getting cast and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, which is great. I mean? So like, sometimes all you need yeah. is someone to be like, yeah, you're great. Let's yeah, do this yeah. together. You're in the project. And then. Yeah. That's a very feel good. That whole movie just like makes me feel good. It's a good movie. It seems like everyone involved is good people. And, you know, a lot of people are getting recognition that was well-deserved. It deals with a lot of really heavy topics in a really fascinating way. Yeah. Like some of those scenes were like spoilers, but the scene with like the rocks. Oh, right. Really good. Yeah, really good. Some David Lynch shit, man. That was great. But still, still affecting, even though yeah, it's just like, that's what I'm yeah, rocks with googly eyes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very good. Yeah. Great one, Aubrey. That was a great movie. And I don't think we're, we could talk about it. I don't think we're saying anything that hasn't been said a million times. Yeah. But we like the movie. It was good. Very good. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. And now we're going to go on to our book club episode for the week. And this week, I'm going to hand it over to Aubrey. All right, everybody. We're back with, uh, we're finishing up Scott Pilgrim versus the World. That's the second volume, I guess, in the series. Yeah. Yeah. Just as a reminder, Scott Pilgrim is a digest-sized graphic novel series by Canadian writer and artist Brian Lee O'Malley. It was published from August 2004 to July 2010 by Ani Press. Um, and later by Fourth Estate, a division of HarperCollins. Full color hardback volumes 
colored by Nathan Fairbairn, was released from August 2012 to April 2014, a film adaptation of the series Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which was released in August 2010. Now that we got that out of the way. Uh, so where we left off, we opened it up on Chapter 9, As Long as the Road Lacks Perspective. Uh, Scott is woken up by a phone call, and it is his parents. They're calling him from Europe. Yeah, they didn't really reference his... Did they talk about his parents at all in the movie? I don't think so. I don't think so, yeah. They mentioned like his. I remember his childhood home being mentioned, but yeah, no, I don't think they really touched. Oh on his right, yeah, at all. they do talk about that. Yeah, this is a typical talk to your parents type of conversation, right? They ask him about having a job. He's like, "I'm working on it." I also don't want to talk about jobs next. <laughs> oh my god, you know, petulant! Just you're a grown adult. You're yeah, like I would, doesn't have a job, Ramona. What are you doing? They just have their awkward conversation with his parents. And then uh, Ramona, I guess, wakes up and then they start getting ready. And the well, this part in the conversation where he's like, uh, they pass it over to the dad. She's like, do you want to talk to your dad? And he's like, sure. Why not? Hi, Scott. Do you know who this is? Is this my dad? Yes. How did you know? Oh, like, I don't know. Man. I could just totally. Your dad would do that. Yes. That's totally <laughs> something that my dad would do. And I'm just like. Ah, uh, I just felt it with that line right there. I don't know. That part was very affecting to me. And then when he cuts over, he's like, just be glad you weren't on the phone. Oh, God. <laughs> Sometimes I've had you on the speakerphone with my parents. I'm just losing it. <laughs> I love your parents, by the way. I love my parents them are so amazing. much. I love my parents them so are much. Amazing. Yeah. But sometimes but, the yeah. conversations are like this. Yeah. Like, sure. And I like, well, you know, just be glad you weren't on the phone. He's like, oh, whatever. Parents are parents. Suck it up. Exactly. I mean, I like that, you know? Yeah. So that that's a good way to describe it. And he says that they're in Rome and they're riding Vespas and eating spicy meatballs and <laughs> kissing part of the, the Pope. Spicy meatball. You got to do your fingers like yeah. like this. You gotta spicy meatball. Yeah, you got to go like this with your fingers. Aubrey's doing it right yeah, now. Yeah, he's doing it. Yeah, I was. <laughs> She's like, you don't know anything about Rome? And he goes, I do too. And it's like Scott's ideas about Rome. It's all the stuff that he just said, right? Amazing. Right. Along with Gladiator. This was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's that same kind of drawing where they talked about his haircut or whatever. That's yeah, kind of it's like, like a or whatever. It's almost like chalkboard type drawing. Right. Yeah. Um, and then they go over to looks like Stephen Still's house, you know, where they start talking and then Kim shows up and then they start making um, dinner and they actually go through an entire it's a recipe. Vegan it's recipe. A recipe. I was just like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> It was really interesting. It's yeah, fun. I thought it was kind of neat. This must how they be have a dish he really liked. Right. Like the uh, the author Brian Lee O'Malley, he must really <clears throat> mm-hmm. like this. He put it the whole recipe, like the ingredients and the instructions in this book. He illustrated them cooking this. I like it. Uh, Steven Stills is like, "Hey kids, now you can cook along at home and impress your vegan relatives. If you're under twenty three, ask a grown up to help out. Amazing. Uh, under twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that's really great. That's really great. It's so like, I like the whole conversation is going on, and every time Stills talks, he's giving the uh, the instructions on how to make this dish. Right, and he's like talking to the audience. I do like this part where she's like, uh, "So is this a collaborative meal type thing?" And he goes, "Chopping vegetables keeps us out of trouble with the law." Amazing. I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know, gonna sit there and chop all this stuff. I was kind of like, "Okay, is this kind of like a, like a cop out to put like a just fill the." You don't have anything to write about, so you just put this recipe in there. But then I was also pretty cute. But they work it in there. Like I think it's funny that they don't have a food processor, so he's having them chop all the stuff. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah. And then and then Scott is saying that that's keeping them out of trouble with the law. 
like just there's a reason for it it's not just it it isn't just the more i thought about it i was like it isn't just in there to fill up space it's it, it there's there's a purpose to it but it's also just an interesting way of doing comics you know what i mean it's kind of yeah. like I didn't know I was going to learn a recipe when yeah. I read this comic today. You and know? the idea of a bunch of friends getting together in a kitchen and cooking something and then sitting down to eat a meal together is great. I think that's really oh, yeah. wholesome. Yeah. Also, but, the red wine, you can either leave it out or substitute yeah. with something else like red wine vinegar if you like. It says optional. And it also says the finest olive oil. I mm, like that. Yeah. <laughs> that is I like it's in a beaker with a, uh, like a dropper. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also think it's kind of neat because in the last volume, we got them one of their songs, and he's like, hey, kids, play along. Here's the chords and everything. Oh, right. right. Yeah. And okay. so this one's like, it it's interactive. Right. Yeah. It goes along with that. You're absolutely right. Even more of a reason. It's like a reoccurring theme. I want to just, I want to register my absolute disgust, though, with <laughs> okay. one of these panels where he says, add the gravy stuff. And it's a paper packet that he's torn open and is sprinkling in some sort of dust no that's the vegan gravy mix just make vegan gravy oh okay don't put gravy mix but now you have to tell us how to make vegan gravy you have to add an addendum to this it's just flavoring (laughs) it's just flavoring it's just some sort of flavoring just add some sort of spices or flavoring or if you want there's like vegetable broth okay you know what i mean just like don't 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 do a uh, don't packet gravy is never okay acceptable it's a not an acceptable option for friends any recipe. Friends don't let friends packet gravy. No. <laughs> Figure out what it's supposed to be made of and use that instead. Okay. You got yeah. It. So here's the question is like, would you try this recipe? Would you, would you make this recipe yourself? Sure. Why not? I would. We should do I mean, this. Pretty good. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. I, I got to leave out the tomatoes because I'm allergic. Yeah, we got to leave out. We can substitute the tomato. Everything is, can be substituted. It's yeah. in every recipe. There's a funny like beat at the end of this because they're all just eating there and they're like, mm, it's good. And then it cuts over and knives has been watching. I love oh, that geez. red panel in her eyes. It's just kind of <sighs> like, yes. Oh, I don't have any colors. Oh, you mine. don't have the colors. Yeah. yeah but oh, it's that's like, right. Uh, yeah. I, I, I laughed when I saw that because the scene is not in the movie. So right. you know what I mean? Also like I was, don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> don't do it. That's a crime. There was a scene where he like, where knives in the movie, she did, see that they were like hanging out together because that's oh, what she's right. like she's like goes and dyes her hair which is you're right what she goes okay. to do here you know I, I guess maybe they condensed it a little bit you know morally very uncool don't do it <laughs> don't hang out no just just move on <laughs> peeping just peeping okay so yeah so we see dives she's this buying her hair dye. reaction though this immediately after this is an appropriate reaction to a breakup is to dye your hair a weird color. That's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have, a, have at sure, it. Yeah. Have at it. That's fine. And, and she's calling like her friend. She's like, I need a shoulder to cry on. I did like the scene in the film, though. I thought that was very well paced and yeah, yeah. really funny. Yeah. It was, it was effective the way that they did it. It was great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I, I yeah. I mean, it's like really well paced. But I like the fact that she's sitting there chop, being able to talk to her friend, you know, about like what's going on with her life and Scott and how she's. 25 some badass white girl <laughs> this is like damn and her friend is actually a good friend because she does offer up at least a couple times like maybe he's kind of a jerk like maybe he didn't treat you well right and then she's like yeah. no she i'm in denial and i'm getting and yeah, all this stuff and then yeah. her friend and you do what a friend would do which is like okay well i understand that you feel that way so you know doesn't press her doesn't like get into an argument with her just just there for her which is yeah. good. I think that's nice. Like she does offer the possibility that maybe her ex is right. a dick, but 
at the same time just is there to support her and kind of spend time with her and not really start a big argument and just she's going through yeah. it right she's really going through it so i just think that's really sweet it's a really sweet moment between these two friends like obviously knives is so obsessed that she can't fucking breathe without talking about this guy but right. you know, her friend is just like okay we're doing this i guess we're i guess we're doing this now I like where Nice was like, where Nice was like, I, I was, I was too young, so you tried to find someone cool but old, right? She goes, cool. I thought she was fat. Well, she thinks she's cool. <laughs> no, well, I like, I like this part where she's like, I didn't even know there was good music until two months ago. Whatever. <laughs> oh I think yeah, that's Aww. such a great line. I think that's such a great line. I could see why they kept that for that the movie. That is really sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's like she's got a head start of me. I didn't know what good music was until just recently. Like, I really like that. That's a great concept. And she's very, it, she is very much in high school, right? Because she's like, how can I win him back? It's a twist of fate. We're star-crossed lovers. Right. All this stuff. And it's like, no, just no. Just let him go, yeah. man. You'll be yeah. fine. You're so young. It's going to be fine. I think that's part of the problem is she's so young. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yeah. amongst us, right, yeah. is what I'm saying. It's right. like, if yeah. you could yeah. see your life laid out before you and realize, oh, it's actually fine you know you wouldn't be acting like this but that's the whole thing and so it's very well written this character because you know whomst amongst us it's like and she's throwing out all these weird you know she can't help but think that ramon is cool but she's jealous so she's like but she sucks and all yeah, this whatever yeah. and yeah. Know, it's just very but i like her whole get up this is where she turns into mm-hmm. like she's going to be one of these fighters too like she's she's got her scarf i like how like in the in in the color version they decided to give her a red streak instead of the blue one that they gave her in the movie just to kind of oh. make it a little yeah. different i guess thing oh okay i do so uh her... she looked good in the movie with the blue though <laughs> yeah the blue oh, did yeah, look no. good. they probably like tested both of them and they were like oh the blue looks a little cooler yeah but they're listening to the clash at demon head and her friend's like what is this weird music and and then later she's like uh this song is pretty good. What did you say they were? They're my favorite band, Tamara. You can't have them. What is that? I love that. Too. It's like, no, you can't listen to I like this band. You can't like this See, band. See, but you, you famously have the exact opposite feelings about that. You're like, if I can get someone into this oh, yeah. cool band, or this awesome, you're always music, trying yeah. to like, yeah, and you're you're a great DJ. You're excellent at oh, thank you. putting stuff on the ox or whatever. Whenever uh, whenever we, it's John's turn to pick a song, it's always, it's always good. Okay. For sure. I do remember people and I, I knew some people in the 90s that were like oh, i like this band way before anybody else did that is so attitude. weird if you, and i'm just so like weird what why what what the hell who cares why wouldn't you want to share that with as many people yeah. as you could well i remember exactly. like there was a little bit of this that came back when stranger things the last season of stranger things so stupid because um kate bush and metallica both became really like the, some of their songs the older songs yeah. have become really popular again i can't tell you how excited i was yeah. that people were getting into yeah. kate bush that and, is awesome and then like a lot of people were like oh well ugh, these little kids and it's Fucking like weird. they were little kids I mean, they weren't even born they yet i mean what the fuck yet. when like, were they supposed <laughs> to listen to it that's so right? stupid anyway I mean, you're not allowed to listen to mozart you wasn't born you yet. weren't born that, yet that was my that was i told you that like <laughs> i mean might as well just like anything you can you can't appreciate this art. You weren't born I yet. I had a Led Zeppelin shirt on the other day, and someone was like, oh, Led Zeppelin, were you even born when they were a band? And I was like, oh, wait, so like, I can't, what do you, and I was like, you realize that 
music can be recorded now yeah, yeah. and I can listen to that recording <laughs> no matter when it, it was recorded. the test of time with right? the, the, the type of media this that we have so now. odd. And so, yeah, I, when I found out people were getting into Kate Bush for the first time, I was fucking psyched. I was yeah. like, yes. And so, yeah. you know, if, if anyone had come up to me like, hey, I like this one Kate Bush song. Do you have any other songs that you would recommend? I'd be like, yes. And I'd just I would make them a mix CD. I don't even know if they would be able to play it because CD players aren't a thing anymore. Maybe I would send them a playlist. Can you do that? Right. Yes, you can. I guess I would write down a list of Kate Bush songs and hand yeah. it to them. I don't really know how that works anymore. But yeah, I think that's ridiculous. So, But it is a very immature opinion, obviously. And to give that to a high schooler yeah. is a great writing choice, right? Kind of shows how immature she <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, every time I hear that argument, like, they, they weren't around. Like, well, shit, that means I'm not allowed to listen to Zeppelin, Floyd, Beatles, yeah, uh, Miles Davis, anything from, like, the 40s. Dave Brubeck <laughs> Quartet, right? Like, I right? can't listen to any of this. I can't listen to Bach or Vivaldi oh, no. or anything, right? Nope, can't do it. Oh, Tchaikovsky, get your hell out of here. <laughs> <sighs> were you even born? Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> what are you the, talking that's about? That's the appropriate response. I like Scott's shirt. It has a it has a fat little baby chick on it. Yeah, it it's does. Cute. That is a cute shirt. We're cutting over to Ramona's apartment. Ramona has a rear window by how Alfred Hitchcock movie poster. Nice. Oh, that's a good movie. You're not allowed to watch it though. Mm, oh, that's right. Damn it, where you were born. Wasn't born yet. Damn. <sighs> yeah. I mean, shit, that's all of Hitchcock's film. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'll just delete him off my server. Yeah. In my book, that is blank and is nothing. Oh, wow. Interesting. That's not, okay. that's just a blank square. Nice. It was oh, just wow. for the color version, I guess. So Scott is petting her cat, and we find out the cat's name is Gideon. Okay. Uh, Oh, right. Aw. He goes, oh, little giddy. Is he named after your, your secret other boyfriend in New York? Crazy talk, she says. Mm. And then Wallace says they can't have a cat at their place. And she's like, oh, good, dude. No offense. Your place is a hole. <laughs> what? Does it suck? What's wrong with it? Oh, I like man. how she just makes a whole list. Oh, she starts writing, the, writing yeah. the list to it. Oh, man. Oh, she, she, she wrote no light, then scratched it out and like, replace it with no natural light because he Tiny was bathroom. like there's some light kitchen okay so and then scott starts uh, asking her about lucas lee um he's like i think i'm fighting him tomorrow or something he's like uh we were in drama class in freshman year you were in drama class with the future actor wow that's awesome well it might have been math class i just remember there being a lot of drama but um <laughs> <laughs> he's like so did you uh have to fight a lot of dudes Scott, this was in ninth grade. He followed me around. He was a skinny little snot-nosed brat. There was snot in his nose? <laughs> so he's like, so what happens up? And he's like, uh, nothing important. I mean, we broke up. We only went out for like a month or something. No big fight or anything. Principal possessed by a demon. Nope. And that makes me think that's a Buffy the Vampire's reference. I, I, if I remember correctly, the third season, like the principal, or it was the mayor. Anyway, something like that. She's like, she didn't string him along. She didn't cheat on him. You know? It just ended. And then we cut over to the next day, and he's like, damn, I want to get a haircut now. He's like, I look like a long-haired hippie. Mm-hmm. And Wallace goes to, I don't know, like, what? what is that? Tussle. He tussles Tussle. his hair. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, my brain was like, what? No problem. <laughs> so I didn't look up this castle, but I'm going to assume it's a real place. Yeah, I think they show this place, and they show the library, and uh, I guess the amount of detail. Yeah, this is a real place. Okay. I wonder if they use this as an actual location in the movie. I bet they did. Okay, interesting. That's awesome. He even mentioned, well, he mentions here that film shoots 
maybe accepted the subject to availability and operational requirements. <laughs> I know, Sadie, right? And, uh, and Scott thanks Wallace for walking him down there because he's like, I always end up kind of standing around wondering if I'm in the right place and waiting and wanting to go home. It's like, and then you lose? No, I never lose. Okay, so then we turn the page and we see uh, Lucas. He's sitting there reading a book, smoking a cigarette. He's like... Can I help you guys? So this was Chris <laughs> Evans in the movie, wasn't it? Right. Hello. This scene in the comic and the scene in the movie, I think I prefer the version, the way it happened in the movie, to be honest with you. Yeah, same. Yeah. This he's is fucking funny, too. <laughs> and Chris Evans is like... He's funny. Oh, my God. He's amazing. When he goes, uh, he's famous and he talked to me. Does it have the little heart on yours, too? Yeah, it has a little heart there. Okay, yeah, yeah. I love that. He's like, he's so, Scott is so excited that yeah. the dude even talked to him. He's all like, evil enemy fight, remember? <laughs> um, hi, Luke Wilson, right? No, I'm Lucas Lee. <laughs> what is this? Who are you? Uh, me? I'm Scott Pilgrim. Oh, okay. Flips a cigarette out. He walks he's over. He's trying to and ask just... for an autograph, and right. then he just fucking punches the daylights <laughs> out of this kid. Can I have your autograph? <laughs> Amazing. And then like, he does that thing where he throws him up to the top of the castle that you see in the film. <laughs> It made me laugh. I I laughed reading this. It, it's so well done. The w- spin and the whip, you know. And oh they yeah. Did such a great job of capturing it in the movie. But it it is funny. It's really good. Yeah. I like, it's like the way that Scott looks when he gets punched in the He's face because it's got like a lot of Adventure Time energy going on there. <laughs> he just gets so rubbery and he just collapses. Yeah. And then we Scott over to Scott. I guess he's being woken up and he's like, "Are you okay?" And then Kim's there. She's like, "I take it we haven't missed much." And then Lucas is like, we have a cooler with some Gatorade and baby carrots and Ritz crackers. That sounds good. Well, he says, let's take a break. Okay, I've got a cooler, got some Gatorade, we've got some snacks. You know, I think that's very sporting of him to be like, all right. Yeah, Scott's all crying. He's like, that sounds so good. (laughs) Then he talks about he's making a movie with a romantic comedy and the actress is underage. And he's like, I don't cast these things. I was just like, that's a weird thing to put in here. No can't do that it is yeah yeah can't do that is that a joke about how that happens a lot in movies probably where like probably the main actor is like 30 or 40 and then the it's yeah. making him out to be a creep yeah for yeah sure. it's making yeah. him out to be a creep there you go and then scott's like hey do you have any embarrassing stories about ramona only embarrassing to me or heartbreaking okay all right yeah all right buddy. he's like what she didn't mention any heartbreaking she left me for the first cocky pretty boy that swaggered by so this is all the stuff she said she didn't do, yeah. right? She was yeah. like, I didn't even do any of this stuff. But he's like, yeah, she totally did. You know, she's like, she acted like Little Miss Perfect, but the truth is she cheated on me. She cheated on me and then dated that ass for like the rest of high school. He's, he's got the tears coming out. I like how he's like mad but crying. <laughs> well, and the others hear this and they reflect on the idea that maybe uh, Scott and Ramona are actually made for each other. Right, right, exactly. They both yeah. like this. Yeah. And then like Lucas is like, they almost didn't let me join the league, but I knew they had to. I'm an important figure in Ramona's past. Plus, I'm super tough and cool. <laughs> He's like, the league? Don't tell me. Patel didn't introduce the league. and goes, um, it may have been one of his letters that I didn't actually read. <laughs> He's like, God, that's so like him. The league of Ramona's evil ex-boyfriend. How do you think we're so organized enough to have to come after you like this? Really? I hadn't thought about it that much. He's like, give me all your money, and I'll let you live, and I'll tell Gideon, beat me up. Wow, you're really a sellout. And so, and then it gets to the part where we're at the movie, uh, you know, we get, he talks him into um, grinding down the rails of those. Um, right. And he's like, you know. He goes 35. him into it. He's like, oh, I bet you can't even skateboard anymore or whatever. He's like, 200 steps, and the rails are garbage. It's impossible. 
impossible. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were a cool guy. I yeah. thought you were a cool dude who could skateboard. I guess not. You know, just kind of like tricks him into doing it. And then he does it. Yeah, I do like, uh, I, this is funny too, over the two pages. I like in the movie In the movie, it's so it, good. Where it's he's so just funny. Like, he's like, yeah, he's, And then yeah. it cuts back to how he's going like, That's <laughs> 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 so stupid. Wow. Totally bailed. Um, but one part that I really liked in the movie too. And he's I, going we, at like Mach five down right. these rails. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, I like the movie where he fights all the stunt doubles. Right. Yeah. Yes. I love while that Chris part. Chris Evans is drinking like a coffee. He's or like multiple men. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really yeah. like that part a lot. I was surprised to find like that must have been part of the script writing well and here yeah. there are multiple of him in a panel but that's only meant to represent the fact that there's movement oh right happening. but i wonder if i maybe wonder they looked if at that and said oh there exactly. should be there should be a bunch of them i wonder if yeah. that's where that idea came from wow yeah very yeah. cool yeah i mean I, I really do like that whole thing because like, chris evans is like i'm nothing without my stunt team and yeah, then, it's cute. Yeah, I mean, it's just so and it's good. all like stunt Chris Evans's. Yeah, yeah. It's cute. And then like as they're walking down the stairs, Scott goes, This sucks. What? You win by default? He goes, I didn't get his autograph. <laughs> oh, that's what he wanted from the beginning, right? Yeah. I like how annoyed he is too. He's like, Look at this mess. God. <laughs> and then Ramona's very blase about it. Oh, sorry about that guy. How much did he leave? Like 14 bucks or something in coins. What a dick. Wow, (laughs) just amazing he's such a fucking prick so he's got the mithril skateboard a plus four to speed plus three to kick plus one to will and then he's like he starts whining he's like i can't even use it why did i pick that skateboard proficiency back in grade five and then it pops out of existence and just (laughs) oh man (sighs) that was the worst fight ever (laughs) suck it up so we start chapter 10 nothing's ever over um, and we started off at the Toronto Reference Library. It's got another one of these uh, stats about it. Right. It looks like a pretty awesome library. That's like huge. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. And on the top, there's a person with a scarf and it's blowing in the wind and it's Knives Chow, 17 years old. <laughs> uh, and then we cut over to the second cup and we reveal Scott walks in and he sees Julie. He's like, oh, no, not you. Thanks, Scott. You really know how to make a girl feel wanted. There's also uh, Tom... Cochrane little poster back there. He's a Canadian musician, best known as the frontman for the rock band Red Rider. Okay, I like all the little music trivia. That's cool. He's like, well, where is Stacy? She said she was on today. Yeah, she she left. It's like four thirty, and he's like, oh, I don't know what time it is at all. <laughs> and she's like, she went to the reference library with your friend Ramona Flowers, and I have a few things to say to you about that man. <laughs> like she's she's pissed. Yeah, yeah. Really pissed. <laughs> I can't believe you went ahead and asked her out after I specifically told you not to do that. That's such an Aubrey Plaza line as well. It is, right? It yeah. is. I went ahead and asked her out after I specifically told you not to do that. It's incredible. Her <laughs> delivery on that is amazing. It oh is yeah. Amazing. I love her for this role. I just love how every time in the movie she cusses and it bleeps it out with that little box. Yeah, that's right. Great. Yeah, that's a great little detail. Weirdly, she doesn't do any cussing in this, right? Right. She? Yeah. Not so far. I mean, it's I don't remember later. Yeah. But Scott's freaking out about 
Stacy's going to tell Ramona about knives. Right. Yeah. She, she also mentions that her best friend, who you know as your ex-girlfriend, is back in town. Oh, okay, right. And she was asking for your new phone number. But she was like, but I'm reluctant to give it to her for obvious reasons because you're a total jerkwad. <laughs> She's really got his number. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just runs out of there going, la, 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 with his yeah. hands between his ears. <laughs> and then we cut over to the uh, library again. And like, this place is unbelievable. It's Total science cool. fiction. Where am I supposed to deliver this thing? <laughs> then we cut over to Scott playing video games and the phone rings. It's Steven Stills. He's like, what are you sitting by the phone like a good puppy dog? No, she's just hanging out with Stacy, your sister. Yeah. God. Yes, they're hanging out. I think it's Julie's fault. Oh, they show this game that he's playing. Is this Sonic 2? Because later he, or Sonic 3? Or what is this game? I am not That's sure. It's a real game. Later he says that he's playing Sonic 3. Um, but this is a different game. I forgot. I didn't realize that they showed it, but there's this funny thing as they're talking, he's like pausing and unpausing the game or something like that. He does look like he has a Sega controller. Oh, okay. So that yeah. very well could be Sonic. Yeah. And then Scott asks Steve if he knows his sister's cell phone number. He says, uh, doesn't your sister have a cell phone? And he pauses it. He's like, oh yeah, she does. Uh, do you know your sister's cell phone number? He's like, No. And then he unpauses it. He goes back to playing his game. So much for that plan. <laughs> this guy fucking sucks. <laughs> that made me laugh. That little detail of him unpausing and pausing. He just broke yeah. He hey, just fuck goes. this guy. <laughs> and then we come back to the uh, reference library. And, uh, you know, they, they find out where they need to go from the information desk. Um, and, they you know, as they're walking to the elevators, um, knives jumps down <laughs> with knives. <laughs> Ramona's like, just a second. She grabs like this thing immediately. I like how, because it, it, a lot of times where they break out into fights, it seems like it's totally normal. But here, it's clearly not. Right. Like people are like, right. what the hell is happening? Well, it's a library. It's so yeah. inappropriate. Yeah. I like how um, it has that little line, a uh, path line that uh, you see where Ramona went to go pick up that pole. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ramona runs back over and en with enough time to block Knives' attack. <laughs> what is this? Did Gideon send you? He's like, you're dead. And then they continue to fight. And she's like, wait a minute. I've seen you before. That day in the library. Right. A, we saw that. Yeah. Yeah. You get the flashback. And then like, it's, it's kind of weird because like in the flashback, you know, Ramona looks up at her with this like evil grin. Mm. And Knives kind of to the realization that he was cheating on me. Ramona doesn't even know who she is and so she's like i'll tell you who i am my name is knives chow and i'm a scottaholic what, <laughs> what a terrible line All right and then she throws her knives down and says chow down <laughs> did you just seriously say all that and then ramona runs up the wall to where she's at and they continue to fight that's pretty cool i like that yeah 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 so like we never really see anything like this in the movie you know right no yeah they they totally didn't put that in there yeah. But she gets one in on her. She, like, cuts her across her face. Oh, and then, like, Stacy is trying to call Scott. She's, like, busy. Who doesn't have call waiting these days? And it's uh, Scott's on the phone with Wallace. No, I don't know the cheat code for Sonic 3. I'm very busy here, Scott. Would you please stop calling me? And he's playing solitaire. Amazing. On the computer. He's totally not busy. <laughs> he probably just doesn't want to be. I mean, yeah, I would do something like that, too. Don't you have anything better to be doing, Wallace asks? Meanwhile, Stacy's trying to get a hold of him, right? And then, you know, the, the fight continues with Ramona and Nyes. And Ramona picks up a potted tree plant and just clocks and knives right across the face and then knives basically just kind of um makes her escape she like runs down as in ramona's like stop make me chase you and she's like throws a knife with a card on it saying something to remember me by well there's a note and it says you're ugly and i hate you knives channel 
Uh, Ramona's like, what kind of idiot would knowingly date a girl named Knives? And it cuts back over to Scott. Phone rings and he's hello. <laughs> Hi, Scott. I love this panel. It's just like the Scott by himself and the bubble off to the other side. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's me. <laughs> it, 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 it's you. Hi. Envy Adams. Hi. <laughs> Hi. It's been a long time. Yeah. A year, I think. Approximately. How are you? Right now? Sure. Not good. I'm not doing so good right now. That sucks. Well, it's obviously your fault. Well, duh. Well, yeah. How's life? Where are you living now? It's, um, you take the Austin And you're still living bus. with Wallace? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, we share a bed. It's totally hot. Uh-huh. How's your love life? <laughs> still breaking hearts. It's, I'm, it's been different. You have no idea. Probably not. Do you have a girlfriend? Should I be jealous? Yes, yes, you should. I have a totally awesome American Ninja girlfriend. What's her name? I'm, I'm not telling you that. Please. It, it's Ramona Flowers. <laughs> oh. Oh, you know her or something? No. It sounded like you know her. I doubt that very much. Well, she's my girlfriend. Hmm. What? I'm jealous. You're jealous? I'm allowed. You left me for that cocky pretty boy. You've never even seen him. Yeah, I know. We cut to them for a second. Yeah, I like that. You let me for a guy I've never seen. Well, maybe we'll see him soon. Oh, right. So what is this? Why are you calling Envy? What's that supposed to mean? It means are you evil or are you just being nice? <laughs> what? Like, do I have ulterior motives or something? Am I a user? You're such a user. It's not like I have to ask. Okay, I'm kind of a user. We're playing a few shows at Lee's Palace this weekend, and we're getting some local bands to open. Yeah? And this one opening band for Sunday got in a big fight and dropped out. So a big fight. So, like, yeah. did someone get pulverized into coins? Or, oh, right. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Right? So, uh, like, yeah, and I think their drummer's in a coma. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping your band could play. And, uh, oh, yeah, oh. Come on, this is supposed to be a big deal. I'm a pity case? Give me a break. You and Steven have a new band, right? Sex bomb or something, right? Sex bomb. Right. So, look, I'm putting you guys on the guest list for Friday, okay? So come and see us, and we'll talk afterwards, okay? Okay. It's been nice chatting with you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we had this little talk. Sure. And scene. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's incredible. I love her. Oh, I love so her. good. In the progression of all this, I, I love the panel layouts because, you know, it all starts off with Ramona saying, what kind of idiot would knowingly date a girl named Knives? And then we cut over to Scott. Right. So it's answering that question yes. there. Yeah. And it's got the four panels. Then we get the high Scott. And then it starts getting in these boxes. Um, when he says hi to her, it cuts over to his skull T-shirt. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. I really like that kind of pacing. It's also cutting back and forth between this picture of them. It's like one of those Polaroid or the three pictures you get in the little booth. Mm -hmm. um, but just some really creative use of the nine panel grid, like especially where all the grid like makes up Scott as he's talking on the phone yeah, and stuff good. like that. Yes, it's so good. Well, and there's one of those um, like picture booth pictures of all the like it's got four pictures on it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. but I think it's cool like the the dialogue in the second one kind of matches up with them. Yes. Oh exactly. yeah, it does. Yeah. Just like as you're progressing through it, you realize that he's getting lower and lower in the couch. Yeah. And, he's like you know, sinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's yeah. really well paced. It's it's that, that was a great scene. By the end of it, he's just buried himself in the chair. Right. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Really good. 
And then it cuts over to Wallace cut, getting off the bus and walking up and coming in and find Scott laying on the floor gurgling or something. <laughs> he manages to get the information out of him that Envy called like very gradually because he's like been drained of all his life by her. Right. He's yeah. like, uh, did you find out how I accidentally saved over your game in Final Fantasy? Did Ramona <laughs> dump you? And he's like, Envy called. And he's like, shit. <laughs> oh, just that look on his face when he says it, you know, he's like, shit. Yeah, that's good. And now we're in chapter 11. Things keep happening. He's got a blanket with like a hot cup of something. <laughs> yeah. Like tea or cocoa right, or something. Like he's recuperating. Amazing. And he's talking to his sister on the phone. John, in your book, um, Wallace has a music note in his word bubble. In mine, it is empty and blank. Oh, wow. Weird. Yeah, okay. Oh, Sorry, man, go ahead, Aubrey. That. No, no, that's cool. So Scott is talking to Stacy, and he's telling about how Envy called. And she's like, what? She just called to destroy your soul? <laughs> um, and then he's like, how did you know Ramona? And he's like, did you tell her about knives? <laughs> she's like, I didn't tell her exactly. So she kind of she kind of covered for him a little bit. He's like, uh, what happened? A 17-year-old Chinese girl flew down from the top of the elevators and Ramona deflected her with a piece of corporate art. And then they fought for a few <laughs> minutes and then the girl left. Amazing. <laughs> He's like, what? They fought and I missed it? That's all that he cares about. Mm. <laughs> and then you hear, oh, he's like, oh, sorry, my hot chocolate. I smoke <laughs> hot chocolate. It's hot cocoa. Uh, then we cut over to them at practice and Scott... Um, is that an Astro Boy? Yeah. Shirt? It yeah, does look like an Astro, Astro Boy. Shirt. Yeah. Scott's like, I have some bad news. He's like, what? You broke up with your new girlfriend, so we'll have to meet your new new girlfriend? Oh. Uh, uh, Envy Adams asked us to play a show. Young Neil uh, is playing a, a... A Game Boy. Yeah, it's the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, the Game Boy yeah. Advance. Yeah. The, the clamshell version. Nice, nice. Wait. Stills, Yeah, Steven Stills is changing the strings on his guitar there. Oh, yeah. That's what he's doing. Okay. Like a good out. guitar player should. Like a good guitar player <laughs> I like how she was like, that, that's not bad news. That's great that's news. Great news. Great yeah. News. He's psyched. <laughs> he was like, I mean, that's all he could think about. He's just like, he's so psyched. We're going to open we for get, them. They're known. We, we could get, get known. known. <laughs> <laughs> Very guitar player of him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I've seen all my favorite bands play there. <laughs> They've really captured the spirit of yeah. a guitar player with this guy. <laughs> they really did. Yeah, very good. Well, because it quickly devolves to, we suck. Oh, my God. We're so bad. We can't play this show. <laughs> well, we, we, we don't suck. Oh. I mean, I, I guess. He's like, Amazing. He's like, call it, cancel it. Seriously. <laughs> oh, man. I love that panel. I love that panel. It's so good. But in this one, you can also tell Kim is starting to feel like insecure about it, too. Because sure. she's like, oh, um, I saw her. I saw her on the cover of Now. She's really pretty. She's really pretty, right? Yeah. You yeah. Know what yeah. I mean? So both of them are. Everyone's feeling some kind of way about doing this. Yeah. Uh, then we cut over to Friday, and it's uh, Ramona saying it's the first real T-shirt day of the year, and yet neither one of us are wearing T-shirts. What day? What What is? What day is that? Do we know? I just what think it means first? like the weather is good enough. The weather that they don't is have nice to wear enough. Jackets. Oh, yeah. Okay, to wear the first real t-shirt. It's day. cold up there. Okay, it's, yeah. Like yeah. we celebrate the first coat day of the year, where we can wear our cute jackets and stuff. People sure. wear their we sweaters all, and their like, jackets. Three days of it, you know. We yeah. always we always have t-shirts. So we get really days, excited right? about it. Yeah. yeah. If it dips below yeah. seventy, we're like, it's time for jackets. <laughs> time for sweaters. I like their outfits, though. I like their outfits here. They look pretty cute. Well, and I like how they talk about why um, her name is Envy Adams. He's like, her initials are N and V, 
She goes, oh, Envy, that makes sense. That's a decent basis for a nickname. She, <laughs> she judges that nickname to be worthy. Yeah, yeah. That's great. <laughs> that makes sense. But that's what you'd say. You'd be like, oh, Envy Adams, why is that her name? Oh, okay, no, that makes sense. All right, that's cool. That's actually pretty cool. Like, that's, that's something you would say. I think that's great. Oh, yeah, Ramona's like, my initials are RV, so my nickname could be Trailer Girl. Get it? The V is for Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the queen? You guys still worship the queen here, or whatever, don't you? I gotta say, I like that shirt that Scott's wearing. I like this. Yeah, shirt like I do like the little the, a cowboy shirt, That's with a good some, shirt with some pearl snaps. Pearl snaps. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't have snaps that I can see on it. But. Well, you can't draw the snaps. Yeah, you can't. Because that would be too much detail. But let's pretend like it's got the pearl snaps on it. Yeah. There. I like this one shot of these weird street lamps, you know, and stuff like that. I think that's a cool little shot. I like right a little there. mood yeah. shot. Yeah. 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 That seems like a very, like, I wonder if that's like a Canada thing. Because, like, street lamps don't look like that, right? Or, I don't know. Is that like a weird, is it just me or does that seem like that's a weird design for a street lamp? It's not, it's not like anything I've seen. So, Yeah. I would say, but yeah. maybe that is how it is, as in, like, maybe that's how it is in, like, uh, Brian Lee O'Malley's hometown. Sure, yeah, that's what I was wondering, yeah. Yeah. Well, so they're talking about how he used to date her, right, and so she's, he's, like, telling her how they met or whatever, but she's like, no, no, girlfriends only want to hear, like, bad stuff about ex-girlfriends. <laughs> Come on, dude. He's like, I don't remember, whatever. So after that first real memory I have is there was this restaurant that opened that way out on Queens and West. You remember some restaurant better than your last year of college? Well, there's like, let me tell you about this place. Okay, that would wait. You know what I mean? I love that. While they are talking a little bit before that, he says that Envy left her for a guy named Todd. And then Ramona says, I dated a guy named Todd once. And he goes, great story. Maybe it was the same guy. (laughs) And he's he's just joking about it at that point. You know what I mean? But spoiler, it will be the it will be the same yeah, guy. Yeah, the same guy. It will be the same guy. But yeah, and then I go and Scott. He goes on to describe. He's like, it was like this nouveau Mexican place called the Gilded Palace of the Flying Burritos. <laughs> they serve the most amazing, gigantic, delicious burritos and all the fancy Tex-Mex type stuff. You know and what? All the servers wore these awesome nudie suits, and the girls wore these like cowgirl outfits. I fucking <laughs> doubt that very much. That they served good Mexican food. Where is this place? Canada? Canada. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely I tend not. to agree uh, with you, Daniel. <laughs> no fucking way was that food any good. <laughs> He's like, uh, okay, stop this nonsense. You sound ridiculous. I'm bringing up with you. Right. <laughs> but so he goes on about it. He loved his restaurant so much that he tried to get a job there, and then he did, and it was his favorite food for free all the time. And a week after I got the job, literally seven days, the place got shut down by the DOJ for selling drugs or laundering money. Or some other type of bad thing. And it's got like a, in the background, he's in the little uniform. Well, she goes, well, that sucks if it's true, which it's not. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, so basically I was super depressed. I wrote a song about it. That's all he he remembers about his post-breakup is that he was was at this Mexican restaurant and then being depressed. He's still wearing the same costume playing that song. He is. He's playing the... He's got a whole song with it. It's another song you can learn how to play. <laughs> and uh, so I, I like how it says uh, three, four. That's a time signature. So it would mm-hmm. be in uh, three, four time, which is like a waltz. And it says mournful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, you know, I mean, like it's giving you some stage direction on how to perform this piece. One of the lyrics is we all got to wear swank ass nudie suits. <laughs> I should have known it was a lousy pipe dream. Well, then here's something. She's like, oh, well, when I tell you about my last job, it'll be a better story. And he's like, 
just completely changes the subject. Like right. You didn't even hear her. <laughs> Ask her a question about herself. Yes. Scott, what you're about the worst. You? What, was what about your... you? What about your job? Right. What's wrong with him? He's the worst. He is. And then they get to Lee's palace. They go inside. Everybody's hanging out. There's a guy wearing an STP shirt. Yes, yep. I saw that. There you go. I, I really like this mood shot of just like everyone hanging everyone's out, hanging and then out. there's just one shot of the stage yeah. with all the equipment set up. Oh, but there's man. no that, I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. It's like I don't know. I look at that when I go when I'm at a gig, and you just you, this you look sets at the that. mood very yeah, well. Yes, really yeah. cool. absolutely. I mean, you're you're absolutely right. That's what it's like to show up at a gig. You're like yeah. okay, and then it's like uh, yo, have you seen her yet? No, dude, nice hair. Oh yeah, <laughs> Still's got a haircut. Steven still yeah, got up. a haircut. <laughs> and then Scott goes to tussle his hair. <laughs> yeah. Why don't I have a haircut yet? Why do you get a haircut? I'm nervous. Shut up. <laughs> and Kim's wearing high heels. She's like, whatever. Look who Neil's here with. Oh shit. Nice job. Seventeen years old. Oh man. <laughs> she's like, she's very uh, uh, adaptable. Did she seduce Neil? And he's like, so you dated her briefly? Very, very briefly. briefly, yeah. I bet Neil will date her even brieflier, Kim says. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't believe this. Oh, and then you see uh, Kim meets up with, meets her coworker Holly and her Holly's roommate, uh, Joseph. And she's like uh, talking about how he has a crush on the bass player. Because that's going to be Ramona's boyfriend, right? The guy that Scott has to fight. So yeah. kind of, they kind of build it up a little bit more here because uh, they're like, I haven't seen him. Is he hot? I don't know. Is he hot, Joseph? He's as hot as the flames of hell you bitches are going through. <laughs> Why is he so aggressive? That's so rude. They just were asking if he's hot. I thought that was funny, though. I liked that. It made me laugh. Uh, and then we cut over to Monique and Sandra uh, talking to Scott and Ramona. Monique, old classmate. Sandra, same deal. <laughs> same 24 deal. 24 years old, yeah. And then she's like, so are you guys an item now? Are we an item? I'm sorry, what? And then Scott mentions like a mushroom, a star, and a flower. Off of Mario. Like, like an item box. What's wrong with him? Something's wrong with him. Something's seriously wrong with this, this man. Uh, there, there's more of this like video game stuff in, in the comic. You know what I mean? Because like, in yeah. the movie, he gets the extra life. I know that happens, sure. but already like he's got an, a, a special item box. And then here, I, I kind of like that stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I guess it, like they had the they had the P bar in the movie and they didn't have it here in the book, right? Or at least hasn't right, come right. Up yet. Well, so Knives and uh, Young Neil come over. Knives is like, "Oh, hi, Stephen." Like she's talking to Stephen. She's like, "I'm so excited for this band to play. Aren't you excited to see them? Are you a big he's, fan?" He's like, oh, "They're okay." She's like, "I can't wait to see her in person. She's yeah. so cool." Oh, but I I like right before that she's like, "Hi, Stephen. I like your haircut." And he's like, "Oh, uh, hi, thanks." But he looks all irritated. Yeah. He's got like the yeah. like he's he, he's mad that everybody keeps commenting on his haircut, which I think is hilarious. I don't know, like that is it, when you get a hair it, as a grown man when you get a haircut, everybody has to say something about it. Oh, haircut, oh, yeah. nice haircut. And it's just like <sighs> I, don't, I don't know, I don't know. I totally feel that right there. He doesn't feel so confident about it, and everyone keeps talk, commenting on well, it. What if it's a compliment? It's like, oh, I like your haircut. You look great. I just thought it was funny. That really, that made me laugh too. <laughs> but yeah, so she's cool. like, oh, are you a big fan? Aren't you so excited? And he's like, yeah, they're all right. And she's like, oh, I can't wait to see her in person. Oh my gosh. And he's like, I haven't seen her in a while. <gasps> you know her? Yeah. Well, uh, we used. Uh, I used to be in a band with her. She and Scott used to date. And she's just. 
floored by She's this. She's like vibrating. <laughs> oh, this the, is a fucking mood. The, this the, is a fucking mood. The poor lead singer of the opening uh, band. He's like, so we think you guys should come up to the front and uh, dance. Oh, man. Trying to get people to. When you're one of the opening bands, <laughs> that's one of the things is everyone's to the sides. And a lot of times, and you're trying to get people to come up, but they don't when want to. When it's a friend's band and I'm in the audience, I like to encourage people to, yes. come, to come with me, to go up front. Yeah. So I'll be like, come on, let's go. And I'll like pull people towards the stage. And if you can get like two or three people, then everyone else in the room yes, feels more comfortable well, to come up. It's and one it, of those weird social phenomenons because yes. even if you don't try to encourage people, even if you just go if up there. If you start walking towards the stage, yeah. If you just yeah. go up there. People, people will, will other people will start to go too. Yeah. I like to break that ice. I it like to be takes, the one. It just who takes does one it. or two people yes. to go up to the front and everybody yeah. anyway. It's it anyway. it's a it's a it's and, it, and it's, that is a mood. That I think panel, people right? do want to do that, but I think they're waiting for someone to do that. Right. So if I'm on stage and there it seems like it's a little bit empty right in front of the stage, I'll be like, It's okay, you guys can come closer. It's yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, come yeah. on. And then like people <laughs> will. And it's it's interesting because people I feel like naturally people do want to do that. But for whatever reason, they don't want to be like the first one to do it. Yeah, they really don't. So if yeah. you can encourage them to do it, if you can get one or two people, it's like you said, that social phenomenon of people be like, oh, yeah, cool. Let's yeah, all go. Yeah. And I think that that's um, – but, yeah, this is a mood just to look at this fucking panel. It's like, okay, <laughs> we got to do this. Let's do it. But it, I think that there is something very satisfying about playing a gig and noticing that there are a whole hell of a lot more people when you finish the set. Right. Then when you in front started. of than when you started, that yeah. is very satisfying to be like, yeah. By the time we finished our set, it was packed in front of the stage. That's right. that's a cool yeah. feeling, you know, yeah. to to know that like you did that. That's cool. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. But, just... but but this guy, yeah, I feel bad for. I him. feel like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we see Kim is talking to her uh, coworker. She's like, "Oh, it's that stupid bitch Sarah." And then like Sarah's like, "You see the end?" Like Sarah. Oh, it's that stupid bitch Kim, and it's like Sarah, Kim's roommate. Age, who cares? I don't know this girl. She says uh, that roommate we all despise. So, like, do they all yeah. despise her or just her? I think she's just a bitch. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because the other girl's like, who is that? I think she's just a b-word, man. Right. Um, and there's like, you know, the band keeps playing, and then I guess it's Scott saying this band sucks. He's like, that's what they'll be saying about you on Sunday. He's like, I, it, well, so, you insult Scott. That was not a good comeback. <laughs> That was actually not bad for Scott. He's <laughs> <sighs> like, I hear you guys are opening on Sunday too. Are, are you Lucas Lee? And he goes, No, I'm Luke Wilson. That's uh, the that's the one from Crash and the Boys, yeah, right? He's, he's yeah, he's wearing yeah. Crash and the Boys shirt, <laughs> wearing his own band shirt to another person's gig. Poor form. I really think this scene is great where they see the drummer for Clash of Demon Head and they're like, oh, these two guys are like, yeah, they, they just seem like randos, right? Are they anybody that we know? I don't know. I don't think so. Right. But they're just they notice her and they're like, oh, isn't that the drummer? Like I've I, that's happened to me where I've seen yeah. like just like the you know, like everyone knows who the lead singer is, but sometimes like they don't always know who the bass player is right. or who the drummer is or whatever. Right. And like yeah. I'll spot them at the thing and I'll be like, Oh shit, That's there's the, the fucking guy. Over guy. There, you yeah. know what I mean? Recently we went to go see one of my favorite punk bands, Rocket from the Crypt. Uh we saw them in Santa Well, actually it wasn't recently now that I think about yeah. it. It was probably like before Six COVID. Years ago. Uh, before that we went to this like place where they had tacos and drinks and we were yeah. hanging out it was near the gig and we fucking ran into the yeah, the bass player and the trumpet player or whatever they were just like hanging out and was like oh shit i know those guys yeah. i went to go talk to them you know and they it were was, very cool it was really well. cool yeah i was like oh i recognize them i love when that happens yeah I but love you when were also like not yeah. you were also not like 
a fucking annoying right. jackass either. Yeah. You were very sociable and affable and very like pleasant to be around. You were like, oh my god, hey, girl, blah, blah. right? You know, it was uh, <laughs> it was not that type of situation. You know how to conduct yourself, basically, is what I'm saying. Whereas right? I think yeah. Some, some people might not have uh, handled that quite so well. But they they notice her and then she lights a cigarette and they go, oh my god, she smokes. Oh my god, she's evil. Oh, Pretty hot though. Totally. Totally. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And then we cut over, and it's like, and then it was time. The pacing of this is really excellent. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Scott's like, I want to go home. <laughs> and then, and really then, like, good. the way she walks out. Shots. Yeah, very good. I mean, very moody. I can hear the song that they play in the movie right now. I flippin' love that song. <laughs> it's a great I love song. It. It's so Peter good. loves that song as well, yeah. Um, as she's walking out, this is paced so well, but I like um, Scott and everyone's screaming and freaking out because she's coming onto the stage, but Scott and Ramona are just watching. Also, Stephen Stills is just dead-eyed watching. And then oh, Knives, yeah. Knives is in the front with her, like, the star sure. eyes and all that kind of stuff. Really great. I loved all those little, like, reactions in there. But I like how Stills is just, like, he's just, like, we suck and we have to open for this band. You know what I mean? Or whatever. That's what he's thinking. Oh, anyway, man. really good. It's, uh, I've got that metric song stuck in my head now. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I can hear it playing, Black like you Sheep. said, Aubrey. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, they just recently released the uh, the Brie Larson version. Um, right, yeah. Services. Oh, yeah. did they? Interesting. Yeah. They've got the Moog and the Korg stuff set up up here. Casio, they made sure to, uh, to put all the brands on their gear. Mm-hmm. I love this like full page spread when he reveals like the band and she's like, Oh yeah. <sighs> Double page spread. Yeah. Yeah. I really like this. Um, it's not just a, I see it mostly with female singers, but it's, it's across the board. Cool to come out in something and then and when, take it off and then take it off. That's the number one move. Yeah. It is like yeah. it's great. I mean, it's, it's really good. Yeah. Because she has this like in the, in the colored version, it's a yellow coat. But she literally only wears it to walk onto the stage. Yeah, man. And then, and then immediately takes it off when they kick on the lights and everything. That is so fucking awesome. It's an excellent power move. I, I love when singers sure. do something like that or they have a, they have some sort of, I don't know, gimmick or something where something yeah. big happens like that. I don't know. It's nice. It's good stuff. And then we, you know, the next page, you know, we see them. They're pl- the bands, they're playing. They're going, and then Scott and Ramona are talking. You'd be like, um, that guy on the bass, Todd? He really is the same Todd I dated. Yeah. He's my third evil ex-boyfriend. That's the oh, guy. And then, like, I, I love the song that she introduces. It's called Underwater Motor Scooter. <laughs> and that's it. That's the end of the volume. Yeah, this was great. This was great. I want When it ended, I wanted to keep reading. I was like, ah, oh, they're just going to the concert right now. This is I, mm-hmm. I, the, the band stuff, the, the, inner, yeah. the, the internet working of bands and getting gigs and being at a gig and all the kind of micro analyzing of that like really appeals to me same that to me is the highlight of this and 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 just like we talked about in the last episode like it turns out that brian lee o'malley was in bands uh, and you and it's you can tell yeah because the humor the humor around these scenes and these situations is so genuine and it's so authentic from a type of person who has been there yeah and who has been in that opening band trying to get people to come up to the front it's just so good. Like, well, I, it was I, really highlighted in the movie. I think a lot more. Maybe that was just seen that way because of the time constraint of right, the fact yeah. that it was a movie. But yeah. I, I, I want more of that. I really like that yeah, a lot. Yeah, I, I love this whole the whole culture around yeah. gigs and getting gigs and being <laughs> at the gig and the biosphere that is the very gig. accurate. <laughs> yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, look, 
look at that bitch. Oh, hi. You know, yes, it's a lot of that. All that stuff. All that stuff is like really good. And, and like we talked about before, they you take they, off your jacket as a power move. They, they get to take more time with it. Yeah. You know, they, they get yeah. to take a little bit more time with it so we can have these little moments. And they're good. I don't know. It makes me laugh. You know, I, I, I did enjoy reading through those. Those are definitely the best parts for me as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, this whole thing has like just been like fun and enjoyable. And I guess because I'm not in a band, so I don't really get to experience that same kind of thing <laughs> that you guys do. But like, you know, I do know the experience of like not wanting it, to be though. the first person that walks up to the front of the stage or sure. that anticipation right before the uh, the uh, main act comes on and the lights sure. go down. Yeah. And, sure. Uh, We've just been all of that gigs so together. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, you, you've been to a ton of local gigs. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Used to be, um, this might be going back real far, but it, even before Only Beast and some of my other bands, um, <laughs> Aubrey would introduce us because we didn't have a singer. So oh, Aubrey, yeah. would, Aubrey would go up on the stage and he would introduce us and then he would just walk off the stage and we would what? play. Yeah. You didn't tell me that. <laughs> ask ask oh. Pete about it we next time. We gotta bring right? that back. <laughs> we gotta bring that back. Was that Pete's idea? I think Probably. it was. <laughs> Probably. Peter. Yeah. Yes. And Aubrey would come out and, and he would just introduce us and then he wow. would just walk off the stage. Wow. That's incredible. You never told me that. That's amazing. That was like 20 years ago. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. That's Probably. incredible. I'm gonna ask Peter about yeah. that. Anyway. Good stuff. Good stuff. That was fun times. Awesome, man. Awesome. Great job on the notes, Aubrey. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I really like how one, you know, like this is kind of spaced out so we get to see more of it because like all of this, what we just read is in like what, like 20 minutes of the movie? Right. It's kind of expanded. Yeah. Kind of relaxed a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Although I do think that they do a good job with it. Like I think that they do pace it well and they they do include what you need to know. As far as adaptation goes, it's really good. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to hear what our listeners thought, and hopefully we'll get some more feedback um, when I post the link correctly on social media. So anyway, uh, thank you guys so much. And now Aubrey's going to shoot it. Go right back to Aubrey. He's going to say all the things. All right, guys. That's Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Uh, I want to hear what you thought about it. Send us a hey, you damn guys at bookclubmembercomics at gmail.com follow us on facebook and instagram at bookclubmembercomics and on twitter at bookclubmembers and as always you can find all of our resources on our podbean website our facebook about section and our link trees on instagram and twitter as always a special thank you to paul from got to Han for the listener feedback team even if we didn't use it this time oh but we did because it oh right 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 we did yeah we did use it so thank you paul thank you to only beast for our theme music and ross and matt for our logos and banners thank you you're welcome, also. <laughs> you can find the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. And when you're there, open it up and give us that five-star review. Every little bit helps, and everybody counts. And if you're uh, liking what you're hearing, uh, tell a friend. Have them join the book club. Yes, do it. Next week, we, uh, we're we actually going back over to the Hellboy Book Club podcast. And we are going to be reading Hellboy in the BPRD, The Long Night at Glosky Station, Her Fatal Hour, The Sending, and The Seven Wives Clubs. So you guys know what to do. Pull out those. Um, I think these are mostly just floppies and digitals at the, at this time. No, um, no, it's a trade. Uh, th- this stuff has come out in trade. So oh, yeah. okay, it's yeah. Pull out the floppies, trades, and uh, join us over at the Hellboy Book Club podcast. And we'll be back in two weeks at Book Club Member Comics. Excellent. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm John Salinas. I'm being pulverized into a pile of coins. <laughs> and I'm Aubrey Lovelace saying, underwater motor scooter. Yes. <laughs>